Hello and welcome to The Long Haul. Uh, today is part four. It is November 22nd and it is 1.29 as I am filming. And today's entire episode will be dedicated to the theme of confrontation. So let's get into it. So confrontation is a very important theme throughout our entire society and all of human history as a whole. Because confrontation can lead to a mature conversation between two individuals or negotiations or war. So I know war is an extreme subject to people that are listening, but seriously, I've had a lot of disagreements in my life, and I'm sure you as a listener have as well. And in my experience, confrontation has always been accurately or way better if you are trying to put yourself in the other person's shoes and then making an argument out of it. So, for example, um, something as small as who's going to clean the kitchen. It's very, you have to put yourself in the other person's shoes and be like, well, why do they think I should clean the kitchen? And then you're like, okay, well, it makes sense because I'm not contributing financially to the house or I'm lazy and I'm not doing anything else, whatever it is. But that's really not what I ta- wanted to talk about. I just listened to a podcast from Andrew Tate and Nelk, and ironically, it wasn't talking about the typical Nelk stuff of like, uh, let's get drunk and film it with hot girls. I thought it was a pretty good podcast in regards to Andrew Tate um, explaining himself, and it kind of gave me some insight. But the big thing I think they were missing is they kept saying that men are afraid to be vulnerable, which I do agree with, and that's kind of why I'm doing this podcast. But they were saying... They missed a huge thing of confrontation. People in our society, so I'm 20, I would say people that have grown up with social media, so anywhere between 16 and 25-ish, that range, male and female, that have grown up with TikTok, Vine, if you remember Vine, um, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, YouTube, all of it. Like, I've grown up with YouTube. And having access to that amount of information and everything. But Tate and the boys were saying that social media is great, but it also sucks if you're an average Joe. And I completely agree with that because I see, I get on and I see all these pro athletes or nice cars, nice boats, nice houses, the sorority girl only showing the side that she wants to show. Uh, with her heavily edited self. (laughs) What I'm saying is this all has to deal with confrontation. And as I hit the three-minute mark, confrontation for me is, is scary in some aspects. And the business field is really not because ultimately I have had the past years of experience with it. Um, since the time I was an eighth grader, I was having to, uh, negotiate, which is a form of confrontation once again with my boss or clients that were trying to hire me for how much I'm, my time is worth. So back then I was really just working for anything. I think I was like around 13 or 1350 an hour. And then eventually as I got better and better, I was like, all right, look, I've been here for a while. How about 15? How about 17? How about 20? How about 25? And then after that, my friend Cooper, Marcy and I, we got to that, like that 25, 30, $35 an hour. And we're like, fuck this. We're worth way more than this. And we started quoting per job. I'm not telling you this to show off. I'm saying in the business world, confrontation for me is not hard because I know what I'm worth. I'm not going to sacrifice it. And it's difficult. It's not, it's not difficult. I mean, I know what I'm worth. I'm not going to sacrifice it. 
And if you can't see how much I'm worth through the quality and professionalism I have, then I don't need you. I don't need, I'll go find another client that's going to give me less hassle and give me more money. Socially, it's a little different because socially, negotiations for me have always been where to eat, where to sit at the table, argue about who's whatever, whose plans are better or what, where everyone should be like, for me, it's always like been about where everyone sits on a boat because my boat, you have to sit in a specific way to like have the surf wake and nice and then people bitch about it and blah, 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 blah. But that's neither here nor there. Personally, I, the big one for me socially has been, I have confrontations with people that I trust all the time and it's not a problem for the most part. I can definitely handle it better by not yelling. You could probably just be more monotone and concise with how you're talking and, uh, how to win friends and influence people actually gave a lot of insight on that topic. I highly suggest you guys read it. But anyways, yelling really never did a whole lot because most sides, both sides of the argument just end up getting pissed off or not really seeing the argument. And if you kind of use like the golden rule and like look at it from the other person's perspective, it helps. Um, and quote unquote, my best arguments in life have been where I have tried to use the other person's perspective and then work from it from there so that we can have a mutually beneficial decision. But romantically, it's been difficult because Twitter, or not Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and Tinder, now that I'm 18, are a big piece of like how you meet new people. So you meet new people, you see what they show you, which is typically not necessarily true or a side of them. So you see the hot girl that you don't know that you have five mutuals for it with and you have no idea what her personality is, but all you know is that she's hot and has 5,000 followers and didn't follow any of your friends back except you. So she obviously must like you or you're trying to make all these assumptions and you're jumping, jumping the gun. And then you're like looking over the fact that some of her photos are completely edited or maybe she didn't edit there. Oh, yes, she is hot. Maybe we should meet up or maybe I should ask for a Snapchat, blah, 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 blah. So then I am just furious because I stumbled into someone this weekend, had a great time, wasn't really flirting. I was like flirting without flirting with just being nice because, I, you know, was trying to be a nice person anyways. And then apparently the connection is mutual. But I'm sick of the game. I really am. I'm sick of you have to DM them and then they play the game where they read it 37 minutes later and then respond an hour later to make you feel less inferior and all this shit. So what I'm saying is it all boils down to confrontation because people are too afraid to confront other people. And I am in that same boat. It is very scary to me to walk up to someone that I don't know. And say, hey, how are you? And just start a conversation. Like, it's, it's difficult because I really haven't done it a whole lot to people I don't know. And the whole thing is, it hit me a week ago when I was reading High Performance Habits. Not only do I have a superiority complex, a lot of people do. And the problem is, when girls have a lot of guys DMing them or a lot of followers, a lot of likes, they think they're the shit. And it's the same thing with guys. Like, if guys have 10,000 followers and getting the, you're him, you're himothy comments, everyone thinks that they're nice and it's, like, better than you need to be. And no one really, 
it's difficult to walk up to someone that you don't know if alcohol is not in your system on both sides and be, hey, how are you? And have a genuinely interesting conversation where both partners are on the same page. And I don't know what it, it's really just like the fact that we got brought up with social media and the fact that we meet new people through Instagram nowadays is like very upsetting. It's great when it's going well, but basing your entire mental health on how many texts you have from people that don't even really care about you or know you is not good. And I'm speaking from experience because I have seen it firsthand from myself that, oh, my phone's blowing up tonight. I'm really popular. It makes me feel good because I have the dopamine hit. And then also on the same page, one of my or one of my good friends in college has literally 100 girls hitting them up, sending them nudes, whatever it is. And none of it matters because they're in different states and it's all just to have sex. Like that is not even acceptable for me because, yes, yeah, sex is fun. But it only takes you so far. And having that true like love and connection and like caring for someone takes time to establish. And it's hard to be like, hey, how are you at a UNC tailgate this weekend and start from square one of it. Neither of you know each other's past. And then there's already a preconceived notion behind you because of your reputation online. Because if people want to admit it or don't want to admit it, they're wrong. Every single person is judging every single person based on their Instagram profile. Not only just on the number of followers, what they're posting, how are they posting, where are they located, how many comments do they have, and what's their profile picture? Oh my, it's just like very complex shit that is kind of angering because of what I've had to deal with because it upsets me because I've either fucked up or... I, it feels like I have to make all the time to reach out to all these women that are high-level women. Because all these low-level women are posting provocative pics on their Instagram most of the time. And I, you just don't want someone like that in life. And I really just spent another fucking 12 minutes wasting my time.